Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 239 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Saturday, February 4, 2012. Coming up on the Night Shift show here tonight, that's right, Warrior Cat will be coming on. I know that's why you're all here. It's not really because of me, I know. Uh, We'll be catching up on our week, and uh, also uh, we've been doing some show prep today, talking about some news stories from the past week. So very excited to talk about those, including a mystery illness in New York State. Uh, Kat will break it down for us. So all that uh, coming up on episode 239 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, The Night Shift. That's right, I am on location here in Columbus, Ohio. The Night Shift starts right now. and social media. This is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. I am your host. My name is Mike Savilla, the bad boy of family medicine. Yes, I'm trying out a new uh, nickname for myself. Why? I have no idea. Uh, what is the show about? This is family. Uh, this is social media through the eyes of a family physician. I encourage you to check out the website at familymedicinerocks.com. Uh, shout out to all 8,000 
343 people following me on Twitter. I don't know why, but I very much appreciate that. Also, show also shout out to all 333 people who like the Facebook page. Hey, leave a comment on the uh, Facebook page. Let me know how much you enjoy the show. Today is Saturday, February 4, 2012. It is 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Central. And here in the state capital of Ohio, it is 37 degrees Fahrenheit. And how's your weekend been going there, uh, kids? Uh, we had uh, a little bit of a, uh, I wouldn't say a snowstorm here. I have some friends out there in uh, the Denver area who uh, have uh, some real things to complain about. They've had feet and feet of snow. Uh, we had a little bit of a, uh, uh, I would say, flurries uh, here in the uh, central Ohio uh, area. And But things have uh, cleared up here very nicely. So uh, coming up on tonight's show, uh, just in a couple of minutes here, will be uh, a good friend, Warrior Cat, on Twitter. Uh, cat and uh, we are raring to go we have some uh, good uh, news stories to uh, talk about uh, here this evening and uh, hey coming up at the uh, top of the next hour will be our our good friend uh, j-man and matt man with the uh, i'm with stupid show here on the uh, blog talk radio network so uh, stay tuned for that so I do want to thank Block Talk Radio for having me as a featured host here on the network. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I've been full-time private practice in northeastern Ohio. And a big shout-out to the chat room. And uh, I know our good friend uh, J-Man is in our chat room here for a little bit here this evening before he's uh, getting ready for his own show at the top of the next hour there. So, uh I will uh, take my break here, and uh, um, after the break here will be a cat. Cat is raring to go tonight. I'm very, she is very excited. She's ready to get going here. So you're listening to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. It's Google FM Revolution for more details, and also a member of the uh, Proma Network of podcast. You can get there going to promednetwork.com. Cat will be coming up right after this. That's right. Welcome to the Night Shift Show, and on the line is, is my good friend uh, who is uh, you know a little bit warmer than where I am here uh, right now. Well, Kat, uh, how are you doing there uh, this evening, my dear? Well, hello there, you bad boy of medicine, you. Yes, I am a lot warmer. Huh? Sounds like you were off today. Were you off today or were you working oh, today? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was off today. Thank God. Yesterday was hell. Oh no! What happened? Just, just uh, you weren't uh, understaffed again, were you? No, no, no. Well, they they have me doing deliveries now, and yesterday was my first day to do them. And when you do deliveries, you also help out in transition, which I talked about last week. And for some reason. I was more tired yesterday, I think, than I've ever been at that job. Hello? Wow. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it sounded like I cut off. And no, keep going. I, I, I was so tired and achy last night, I, I almost started crying. <laughs> I was so tired, but I slept like a baby. Boy, did I really? sleep good. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I slept like a baby. Yeah, I don't really? even woke up. I don't even think how, how, does that, up. how does that go? Because this is this is our this is our weekly time to uh, just kill Jamie in the chat room. He's in the chat room. Say hi, say hello to him. You know, usually I wake up in the middle of the night at least once, but it's usually two or three times. I think I, if I woke up last night, I don't remember it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's a good thing. That's a good thing. So it, it takes being completely mentally, physically, and emotionally exhausted to help me sleep all night. That's what it takes. Oh, really? So so you're uh, – uh, oh, well, I, I have a question from the chat room. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, would like to know your – well, I'm just going to read it here. So uh, this is verbatim here, and I'm not making this up. It says, uh, so what does cat wear to bed, question mark? Uh, do, you, do you care to pass on that question, or do you care to answer that question, or do you care to give a funny answer that really doesn't even matter what you say? <laughs> you know, if I told people what I wore to bed, well, or J-Man, then it, he would be bored. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boring answer. It's not like LSU Eddie. sleepwear or anything like that? or. Well, I do have some LSU shirts that I sometimes wear to bed, yes. Very comfy. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's probably good enough for him. <laughs> I think Los Cachos is so sweet. I think anything would be okay with him. For me. Well, no, not for no, I mean he's just so nice, you know. I love exactly. Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kat, you're probably uh, noticing that I'm I'm like a uh, little bit. It may sound like I'm whispering because I'm uh, I'm 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 not at uh, the uh, I'm not at World Headquarters tonight. I, I am out on the road and uh, I am uh, you know I'm, I'm using this hotel Wi-Fi and uh, it sounds like I'm whispering. I'm not really whispering. It's just. I'm not really as loud as I usually am because are you I don't want anybody people? knocking on my door and saying, you know, why are you talking to yourself so much? So you think people can hear you through the walls? Well, I mean, you you, you never know in a hotel like this. I mean, it's just I, I, have, uh, I have no idea. What, it's a roach motel? <laughs> well, they do leave the light on for me. <laughs> Is it a uh, what is it a hojo? Right. <laughs> so Jamie says there's nothing boring about cat. Well, they, oh, that's so nice. See what I'm you see. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, I could say that I wear like flannel pajamas with feet in them, and he would like it because he's so awesome. <laughs> but I don't wear I don't wear flannel jammies with feet. It's too hot down here for that. Oh, okay. 
So, so it, I, I, pre- I presume it's been warmer down there like it is in, in the rest of the country. Has it been feeling like summer down there this week, or what, what's been going on? Well, we finally got a cold front today in the middle of the day. And right now, I'm looking at my weather app. I'm about to tell you what the degrees is right now. Let's see. It is 58 degrees. We got a cold front. Wow. Earlier today, earlier today it was like eighty. <laughs> it has been the hottest winter I can remember. I mean, and we normally have balmy winters, okay? But right. usually by this time we had have had at least one. You know, it seems like every year we'll have one day, one little two day period, two or three day period where it like freezes. You know, it's like our right. coldest time. And, you know, everybody's freaking out, right? But we haven't right. had that. We haven't even gotten, I don't know if we've gotten, we definitely haven't gotten to freezing yet. I know that much. I think the lowest we got was to maybe the 40s, lower 40s, high 30s, maybe once, like once. But more, wow. more than not, it's been like 70s, 80s. Hmm. Yeah. So other than uh, other than yesterday being yesterday being crazy, uh, how's the rest of the week uh, been going now? That this is crazy. Well, no, no, no. Actually, it's been nice. It's been a good week. Um, nothing too crazy going on. Uh, same old, same old, old same old same. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know why. I some of the things that I say, I just say. Oh, oh did you get on Pinterest? Uh, I, I did. Um, I, I, I'm on Pinterest, and uh, I don't know what I'm doing, uh, but uh, all my friends are on it, and I don't really understand it. So can, can you break it down for me, Kat? I mean, I mean I, I, I'm just clueless on the Pinterest. Okay, well, yeah, when I first got on there, you know, I just saw this mishmash of all these different things, and I'm like, what is this? You know, I couldn't figure it out. But kind of basically it's links, you know, like I wish I could, it's even hard to explain. Like I have my, I have my boards, you know, I have like nursing, one for nursing, one for, you know, well, I have different crafting ones, like specific crafts, but I have one for LSU stuff. And so like, like let's say you have a, a board on family medicine. Okay. Right. Uh, if you see an article or something or something, it's okay. If you see a pin that somebody else says, you can repin it. But let's say you find something online, an article that you think is really interesting. Yeah, you can tweet about it. You can tweet the link, but you can also pin it up on your board. Ah. Yeah. It's okay. not really a blog as much as it is, you know, pinning things of interest that are on the Internet, like links to things. So do, do you, like, follow other people and other people follow you? Is that how it works, too, or not really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you follow and people follow you and you follow them, that kind of thing. Uh, it, but you, you, there's also a, a way you can, if you, if you want to follow someone's certain board, but you don't want to follow their other things, then you can follow just specific boards of theirs. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I haven't so, really gotten into it yet, so uh, I'm just kind of looking around and, and seeing, and I, and I don't know. I guess I'm really still understanding it, but uh, I'm reading a lot of uh, tech sites, 
it's like one of the hottest sites out there now. Everybody is like uh, um, using it for like business stuff too. I know a lot of hospitals are on Pinterest, um, putting up you know whatever you know hospital services that they have. So I'm looking at the uh, the business angle too for a lot of these things. So it seems intriguing to me. I haven't had a lot of time to kind of play with it yet, but uh, the people that I know. Um, who are on it and on it a lot, they say it could be uh, pretty addicting. Would you say that, Kat? I'm totally addicted to it. Once I get on, I start pinning like crazy. I go crazy pinning and repinning and liking things. I just, um, I like it. If I had to choose one of, as much as I love Twitter, I think I'd almost choose Pinterest over Twitter because, you know, Pinterest, because, well, with Twitter, I like to see people's updates and their thoughts and stuff, but I also like links and things to other stuff. So, yeah, what people have, people have said is that the Twitter is like links and text. The Pinterest is very, you know, image and pictures, and it looks pretty, and, and uh, that's why people like it more. Well, I like it because I can find great craft ideas. Because as you know, I'm a creator. An art fan. <laughs> <laughs> Have you made anything recently? I'm just that way. So, so if you would make something, would you like pin it up to Pinterest? Is that is that kind of the idea of that deal? You know, I think I am going to pin up some of my stuff to Pinterest, just so people can see it. Yeah, you can because you can pin up your own photos stuff too. And oh, I that's cool. That. I to put I to make a board called my homemade stuff or my handmade stuff. And then ah. just took pictures of things I make. Okay. Well, you know, I, I'm still trying to learn about this Pinterest. A oh, big shout-out to uh, guest uh, 12169, who are probably going to be leaving here in a couple of minutes because we're probably making a board. Uh, but we're talking about <laughs> Pinterest. And uh, uh, I, I'm intrigued by it, and you're addicted to it. So I think it's an interesting topic. It's a wonderful topic. And, uh, you know, mm. I... It, it makes me sad to think that we bore people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bore nobody. Mm. I don't want to bore nobody. But you know what's so, not dude, dude. boring? What's oh, that? no, go ahead. Finish. No, say what you were going to say first. No, no, I was going to ask you about the Super Bowl. Uh, but what, what were you going to say? I was going to say what's not boring is the mysterious illness that is plaguing people in Leroy, New York. Yeah, I yeah. Well, like what, what that you, what segue. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a segue on this because I mean, you you you, uh, you mentioned this to me on, on Twitter, and uh, I've been reading about this. Uh, have you been following about this? Can you break this down for me? What what is going on with this bizarre illness in New York State? Well, I mean, I have an article I could read, or do you want me to just put it all in a nutshell? Yeah, yeah. Put it on a nutshell here, and. and just, just what you understand about it, I mean. Well, I mean, okay, I know like a dozen, about a dozen students um, in a in a New York high school in Leroy, New York. Uh, like it was during the first few months of the the school year, they uh, and and it's all girls except for one, and they're mostly friends. Okay, they started experiencing like involuntary jerks and ticks and spasms and. It's just sometimes they're, I'm looking a little bit of my articles, so sometimes their limbs, neck, or face would suddenly spasm. Other times they would twitch, grunt, and shout, um, kind of like Tourette. 
okay? And nobody can, uh, you know, the doctors can't figure it out. They have no, uh, nothing has come back positive. Uh, they uh, also tested for environmental contaminants in the school. They all came back negative. You know, they checked for mold, lead, carbon monoxide, all those kind of things. Nothing, it, they can't figure out what's wrong. And so now they're saying that it has to be uh, mass hysteria. It's that, that sociogenic illness. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I mean, they call it mass hysteria, but I think there's another name for it too, unless it's just sociogenic illness. <laughs> uh, so, so so, they're really not really any finding anything scientific about it. So when they're saying mass hysteria, they're saying that they're making it up? Or it's some kind of psychological mental deal? Is that what they're saying now? Well, well, before I get into that part, like, I just want to say, though, that Aaron Brockovich is really, and so is Dr. Drew. This is where I first saw the whole story. Dr. Drew was uh, really into it right now, okay? They, okay. You know, Aaron, Aaron Brockovich believes that it is caused, uh, there was an indus- industrial cyanide spill in 1970, not far from that school. Okay, now my question is, why would it take 40 years to all of a sudden affect a certain amount of people, but not only a certain amount of people, almost all girls, a group of friends, why isn't the whole school jerking and ticking? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I don't know if I necessarily buy that. I mean, your why hasn't over the last in the last forty years a bunch of people of all ages been been affected with this? And they're saying that cyanide doesn't necessarily cause the symptoms, but um, oh, the the mass hysteria thing. Um, it's like I, I'm not even sure how to explain it. Um, but basically, it's in their head. It's, I don't think they're making it up, you know. It, it, it's kind of like the, the, it's been hyped up so much that, that that they're reacting to the hype or they're reacting to, you know, the uh, uh, the fear that's out there more than anything that's in the water or in the air or anything else. That's kind of my understanding of it. But I'm surprised that it could, because I don't know if you've experienced this in medical school, but when I was in nursing school, whenever we'd learn about certain diseases, I would be afraid, oh, I have that disease because I have those symptoms. You know? Right. And it, it, maybe it's kind of the same thing. But to actually go into the point of actually having these jerks and and uncontrollable movements in their body, like... That's just freaky to me. I mean, that's like, it, it It amazes me how strong the mind is. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a couple sentences from this article here. It says, a mass hysteria often begins when individuals under stress convert that stress into physical ills. Coworkers, family, and friends may also begin exhibiting the symptoms through contagion, or being exposed to the same thing, our breaks are most common 
in closed units such as schools and where afflicted individuals are under stress and routine stress, mass hysterias tend to affect girls and women more often than boys and men, probably because the illness spreads through social ties and uh, females tend to have stronger bonds than males. So it's kind of like a, I don't know, I mean, self-fulfilling prophecy or, you know, everybody being grouped into a the same kind of community. I mean, it's it's an interesting thing from a sociological and, and scientific type of thing, And but, you know, those people going through it are obviously suffering a lot. Yeah, I, I saw an interview with one girl where she said sometimes she's just so sore, like her body is so sore, you know, from all the the jerking around and everything, and she's like, I'm, I'm just in tears sometimes because I'm in so much pain. And I'm like, I can only imagine, you know, that's got to be, oh, I mean, I, and when you see these girls and how bad their bodies jerk, you know, it, it's just like, how I, I can't even imagine having something like that. But if, if I, if let's say I was there and this was happening to me and they're saying, you know, it's got to be this, it's got to be this, if, it, to me, if, if I thought it was even a possibility that it was psychological, I would be going to a, a shrink and fixing the problem because I wouldn't want to live like that. You know, I'm not saying that they're that they're not that they want to live like that, obviously. But I think like the parents and everybody's getting mad because they're saying that this is mass hysteria. Uh, but we don't really we don't know yet. It could very well be, but it also could be something else that they just haven't. Like I want to know. There's got to be something else to the story. You know how they, they, they have, I'm sure they're working on it now because this is the developing story. And eventually they should, I would think they'd get to the answer. But, you know, it's figuring out what's all the common denominators, you know. Okay, well, that, that's probably why they're saying mass hysteria because they're all, like, pretty much friends all around the city. You know, they, they, it shows all the, uh, the symptoms of the mass hysteria. Right. Right. But, right. Right. But what if? What if they all just happen to be in maybe in somewhere in an area that wasn't even near that cyanide spill at a certain time? You know, I mean, there, maybe there's some other common denominator that they just haven't figured out yet. Maybe this is really something that's not necessarily. Yeah, I, th- I, I think you'd be a, a really good uh, like epidemiology type person there, Kat, because I mean, you know, just trying know. to find clues, you know, trying to find, you know, what, what, uh, you know, where do they eat, or what, you know, where, where do they all hang out, uh, what right. uh, kind of detergent did they use, what kind of perfume do the girls and some guys use, uh, what, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? What kind of, what kind of drugs are they smoking? You know, anything. <laughs> Kidding. But I sh- I'm not making fun. I'm not making fun because, you know, I no, no, no. girls. No, but, there, you know, there could be something else. And you're right. I, I would like to do that. That would be interesting. Or be a detective because I love clues. I need clues to function in life. I need clues huh. to know, to understand everything. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so, so what I'd like you to do, Cat, is I'd, I'd like you to, to to stay on top of the story here, you know, because I know things okay. are going to be coming out, you know, and and as things come out, then we're going to share them back on this show because it's a, it's an interesting case. I mean, and um, and you know people, and and I've known people, and I have patients who say things like, well, you know, it can't be psychological, it can't be mental, I can't be crazy because I'm having these symptoms, I'm having these tics, I'm having, there's got to be something in the system, there's got to be something in my body that is wrong, we need to test for it, we need to test for it more, we need to get more blood work, we need to get more CAT scans, we need to do this, this, and this, because I know that there's something physically wrong. Um, and I know that they're tr- that's one of the things that they're trying to figure out because, you know, if it is nothing physical uh, and it's all, you know, mental or mass hysteria or something like that, then I think that's going to compound the problem and, and make him even more anxious and depressed and all that other kind of stuff. Exactly. I could be the Aaron Brockovich of Night Shift and keep keep roving on this story. Oh, nice. All right. You have to find... <laughs> I have to find theme music for that. <laughs> maybe, I can find, maybe I can find theme music for that. <laughs> uh, uh, let's do one more quick story here before the break here. And it's it's something that, that a lot of people are talking about. Um, and I don't want to cover all the controversial type of stuff. Um, it's just that the, the big story this week, especially in the health world, is um, is the Susan G. Komen Foundation and, you know, pulling funding from Planned Parenthood, like having it go back, um, turning around and, and, and I want to, I want to just briefly talk about the social media angle. Cause I think that's been very, very fascinating. There, there, here's a little audio clip here to help set things up. And we can talk about it. Susan G. Komen for the Cure is reversing its decision and will continue to give grants to Planned Parenthood. The organization had been giving Planned Parenthood hundreds of thousands of dollars for breast cancer screening. However, earlier this week, it adopted criteria excluding Planned Parenthood from that money because it was under government investigation. The controversial move angered many as it came across as politically motivated at the expense of underprivileged women. The group denied that, but now says in a statement that it wants to apologize to the American public for recent decisions that cast doubt upon our commitment to our mission of saving women's lives. Last year, Planned Parenthood got $680,000 from Susan G. Komen. Sandy Kozell, The Associated Press. Now, I, I don't want to talk about you know, the whole you know the whole Planned Parenthood and all that other kind of stuff, because that's been played ad nauseum and talked about ad nauseum in the news. The thing that fascinates me is that when that thing was announced the first time they were pulling that thing, you know, you saw, and I know you saw this cat too, all over Facebook and Twitter, all these people getting upset, you know, and posting stuff, posting this, posting that. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that said, you know, that it's social media you know, was the one that, that put a lot of pressure on them to do that. I mean, a lot of people say there's a lot of backroom deals in Congress as well. But from the public standpoint, what's interesting to me is that there was this huge cry on social media. And, you know, did it really influence them? I think it did. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Kat. I Well, I think it did, too. I mean, I saw stuff on Twitter, uh, people wanting to sign petitions and, you know, just really – a lot of people angry and and I think social media in general now because it's getting so much bigger you know Twitter especially with Twitter 
I mean, I see, I've seen ever since the uh, invention of Twitter, I, I've been seeing news before it hits the, the TV. I found out about right. Michael, Michael Jackson dying before it hit the TV. Remember when the airplane went into the Hudson? Yeah. I, I saw that picture, just like a whole bunch of other people, before it, you know. Or no, 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 maybe I didn't see that. But I heard that, that they had that before it even got to the, because like, it was a guy right there, I think, on the ferry, right? That snapped that picture. Right. Right, and and, so, and almost a year ago, I, I I heard about the Japan earthquakes and the tsunami, and um, I saw that on Twitter. And uh, Osama bin Laden, that news, I saw that on Twitter before it came on the news. I mean, you're right, Kat. I mean, it's you know, Twitter is, especially Twitter is is where people get a lot get their news now. Now, unfortunately, I mean, also you know, you've seen this week as well, all these you know f- you know people who are saying you know you know people who have died. Um, and you see that every day on Twitter too. So it's 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 you know sometimes it's true and sometimes it's un- it's not true. Yeah, that's like the thing that that people do now on Twitter is to to kill somebody off. <laughs> I don't know where you know it's, it's like they do it more and more now. It's like they do it just to do it. Yeah, and it's I, like, okay. I, I, I don't know why people do that. I mean, it's just uh, it's just it's crazy. They don't have a, they don't have enough. They have too actually. They have too much time on their hands. <laughs> they don't have anything else to do. I mean, uh, whatever. It's, you know, I, I think the only way to know if somebody truly died uh, on Twitter is if in the search in the trends there's more than one subject or one, more than one uh, rest. In, it's not just rest in peace. There's a show they were in, or there's. Uh, their name, their full name. You know, there's more than just one thing. If it's just one rest in peace, whoever, then it's not true. <laughs> that's what right. I. That's what I'm realizing. You know, <laughs> if somebody really dies, there's like like when uh, uh, Don Cornelius died. I mean, there was rest in peace, Don Cornelius, Soul Train. Right. You know, there was right. other things too. So that's one way to find out if it's true before you even have to look it up. <laughs> right, but, right. And then I think it was it was last month or the month before that it was like John Bon Jovi, and then like after about three or four hours, he put a picture on his Facebook page and on Twitter saying, "I'm not dead. I'm very much alive." Uh, and everybody's like, "Yay!" or "Nay!" or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's like the latest thing to do on Twitter now, but. Because, but I think it's because Twitter has gotten so huge. I mean, huge. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that the Susan G. Komen people are like, okay, let's, you know, they probably realized very soon after that people were mad, and because it just it goes viral almost in a way. Twitter has, has its own little viral world inside of it. I don't even know if I'm making it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and 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 that is kind of setting up for this whole, you know, presidential election cycle that's going to be taking place in the next ten months. It's just you know what role is social media going to play in this presidential election? You saw you know parts of it in the last one with people raising money and doing this and doing that, um, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few months as far as you know is it going to 
play a role in this uh, election or how much is it going to play in this election and, and other types of things that go on, you know, even like tomorrow, even like the, uh, you know, the Super Bowl, you know, what, you know, it's going to be interesting seeing what happens in the Super Bowl. You know, I think uh, people are going to be tweeting more about the commercials than about the game, but it would be interesting to watch that, you know? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, I was going to say something else too, and I forgot about Twitter. Oh, no. I was going to say also, well, what I was talking about before, not just Twitter, but Facebook, too. It's just I, I, I use Twitter because I tend to be on it more. And news-wise, it seems to be the first one to come out with, to break out with news, it seems like. Whereas Facebook would be, I would think, bigger on people complaining, doing petitions, things like that, where, the, where Twitter is more of a, you know, it just seems so much more instantaneous or something. Right. No, that's true. That's true. And then, and, you know, just like we were talking about before, Pinterest, what, what's, what, what, what role is Pinterest going to fit in all of that? Is it going to be something in between Twitter and Facebook? Is it going to be something different? Um, maybe, it's, maybe it's not a news uh, platform. Maybe it's just something that uh, is like a special interest type of thing for people's, you know, crafts or pictures or whatever. So, and as as new social media platforms come about, it'll be interesting to see how they all kind of, you know, fit into this whole you know social media thing we have. Yeah, I think Pinterest is kind of its own deal. It that's how I look at it more as a an interest thing, you know, what my interests are, and and almost like a research tool, where. Facebook for me is keeping in touch with family and friends and Twitter is just all over the place. Twitter's just craziness and fun and 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 with Twitter you people actually hold conversations. You can see a whole conversation going on between two people if you follow both of them. And uh Twitter has a little bit of everything, I think actually. Twitter has yeah, yeah. everything, but but with Pinterest, I can really focus on one thing if I want to, rather than being a mishmash oh, okay. of, you know, like I mean, if yeah. I want to look up uh, certain craft projects, I can you know put that in the search box and then get all kinds of of goodies and 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 find things on the internet and uh, you know, so yeah. I, but I like you'll like it once you figure it out. <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> uh, speaking of Twitter, uh, there's been a lot of chat this uh, this week that I saw on there about uh, about Steven Tyler and his uh, rendition of the uh, national anthem, and also uh, just a little bit of chatter of this guy, this 48 year old guy who adopts. Uh, his uh, 42 year old girlfriend. What is up with that? We'll uh, we'll take a little bit of a break, and then uh, we'll definitely have to, those two topics um, in the last uh, 21 minutes of this show. So we will be right back after this. Thank you for being 
Night Shift show here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And, uh, Kat, thank you for being a friend, you know? Aww, thank you, man, for being a friend. It's <laughs> uh, so, okay. You get the pick here. What, 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 what do you want to chat about next? We got, we got a couple stories here left. Well, they, I, I like them both, but I, I, I need to figure out more because, remember, I was trying to figure it out with you. I want to hear more about the guy who adopted his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me uh, let, 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 let me play this thing and and uh, I'll try to break it down here. This is from our friends at the association. The adult girlfriend of a wealthy Florida polo club owner is now legally his daughter. The unusual adoption stems from a fatal 2010 car crash. John Goodman faces criminal DUI manslaughter, vehicular homicide, and other charges. He's pled not guilty. Attorneys for the family of a man killed in the crash tell the Palm Beach Post. The adoption's an attempt by Goodman to shield assets from potential lawsuit damages. Television station WPTV reports those assets include a trust set up for his children back in 1991 that's worth over $100 million. Goodman's 42-year-old girlfriend says they've been together since 2009. As his adopted daughter, WPTV reports she can now access one-third of that multi-million dollar trust. Goodman faces a criminal trial next month. Matt Small, The Associated Press. Okay, so, so first thing I got confused about John Goodman. I'm like, John Goodman is not the actor. I'm like, no, it's not. I This is a uh, the, the, this is a millionaire douchebag in uh, in Florida, and <laughs> so from what I understand, he's 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 being sued. Uh, for something, I think it was some kind of accent or something like that, and he has this money in a trust uh, that is kind of untouchable to himself, uh, and but he does he does have access. Uh, he, he does give access to his adult children, but they have to be at least thirty five years old. So he has his forty two year old girlfriend, and if he marries her, then he doesn't have access to that money. So his thinking was that he will adopt this woman, and then she will have access to the money, so he will continue to have money, and that is kind of what how the story is. Um, but, but looking at social media and looking at at, at like uh, uh, at CNN and headline news, and you know they're making all kinds of jokes, you know, and uh, saying, oh, you know, it's you know really stupid stuff like incest and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but you know, this is a a completely you know financial business deal, and um, that that is how it is. So I mean it's. Um, I mean, it's an interesting story, and I understand why it happened. But it's just like, come on, man! I mean, this is what a what a what a sleaze bag this guy is. Well, you can tell what a sleaze bag he was, but when you see the video, like I saw the video you sent me, and he had this murky ass look on his face, like you just wanted to knock his head off. I mean, that smirk on his face just screamed, "I'm a douchebag," you know? <laughs> it just screamed it. And it was so annoying. I was like, oh, my gosh, what a sleeve. You know, okay, but here's where I got, had gotten confused. Well, first of all, let me say this. I didn't know you could adopt someone like that, anybody, just anybody. I didn't know either. Like, I could adopt, I no you. I could adopt you as my son if I wanted to. Wow, that's creepy. <laughs> no, but I mean, 
<laughs> no, I, I guess I, mean, I guess legally that could happen, and it did happen. But I, I had never heard of such a thing, right? Well, okay, but okay, like right, he did it for a reason. But here's where I had gotten confused. I thought that he was worried. That, so I guess these people suing him is, are going to take everything else he owns, but he's trying to save some money by since he can't have since he can't touch that trust. He's going to take the money, or he's, him and his girlfriend are going to share that money of that one-third she can have, right? That's what you're saying? Uh, yeah. That, that's how okay. I understand it. I was so confused. Like, I, I was confused because I was thinking he was worried that these people were going to take that money from the trust. And I'm like, so, okay, never mind. Well, never mind what I thought. I was totally confused. But still he's like isn't he on trial also because of DUI isn't he going to be in jail anyway why does he care at this point his life uh, is over i mean if he I, I, if I I, 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 unless he just you know he's he, maybe he's not getting along with his you know real kids and he doesn't want to leave them with anything and he wants to take you know i don't know i i mean i'm thinking if i was responsible for killing someone because I was driving while drunk. I would serve whatever I get. Right. I mean, and, and I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I, I can't believe that that this could happen. You know, <laughs> um, that you can adopt someone like that. And then, but now it makes more sense that okay, he's just trying to have some kind of money in his life because they're going to take everything else. Yeah, that, that that's what it seems like to me. Wow. But I, I I guess for some reason, I mean, the court allowed this. I guess it is legal, even though it's very creepy. Uh, I guess it's legal because it happened in October, but people didn't find out about it until now. Well, can legally he go to jail for sleeping with his daughter? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I had to put that in there. I don't you know. know. I, I'm sure somebody's going to bring up that point, you know. But, I mean, I wonder how much thought that took him to do to, to think that up because I would have never even, like I said, I would have never even thought you could legally do that, so that that thought probably would have never come in my head, but um, wow! I don't know. I, I think I think he probably came up with, but I mean, his attorney probably came up with it too. <laughs> He's probably got uh, Casey Anthony's lawyer working for wow. him. Wow! Wow! <laughs> that guy is the king of douchebags. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, I. Think I think he actually, Jose Baez, I, I think I heard somewhere that he quit. But if that's true, I think we would have heard more about that. It seems like I only heard a fleeting comment about that or something, so I don't no, know. No, I, I heard he quit, too. I heard he quit in, like, November or something like that. But it doesn't matter. I mean, he got he got his, his fame anyway. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, all right, let's talk about the Steven Tyron thing. So, I mean, and, you know, we agree that it's not really that big a deal, but, uh, you know, on Twitter and Facebook, I saw people kind of complaining about it this week. So so he, he sang the National Anthem this week. People on Twitter and Facebook got really, really upset about it for some reason. I don't know why. I saw the video. You saw the video. I mean, I, I didn't know what the big deal was. Um, but he was interviewed right after that, um, actually at the, in Indianapolis at the Super Bowl this week, and uh, here is uh, part of that interview. What's up, guys? I'm hanging with Steven Tyler and Carrie Underwood, getting ready for some football. Who's going to win Sunday? Patriots. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Carrie. I don't know. We're, I, we're not, I mean, I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm happy to be there. Amazing how both teams, every guy on that team would love to get a kiss from her. She's Switzerland. She's neutral. Yeah, neither one. I mean, I'm from Oklahoma. We don't have a team. I live in Tennessee, so I, like, really try to like the Titans and yell about them, and they're not here. Oddly enough, I actually hit the note, so I don't know what they're talking about, you know. Um, But I I emphasized free, which which was for freedom. Uh, And I was well thought out prior to. I wasn't messing with American tradition. I am an American. I'm proud of it, and I'm more. I'm the most proud that we are free, because I've been all over the rest of the world, and they are not. In so many places, freedom means a lot. So I just I nailed that note, and you know what? They don't like it too bad. He's just so much fun. He's so much fun. Obviously, everybody knows he's amazing with the microphone, but um, he's just a lot of fun in between songs, cracking jokes. Um, it makes the band feel so amazing, and they're so happy. And it just makes everybody all warm and fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. Oh. All right, so what's this pairing meant to be? We've got the American Idol winner, Idol Judge. This is bound to happen, right? Probably. I just love to sing, and I love her stuff. And a good friend of mine writes songs with her. And when I first heard Undo It, I asked my friend that I write songs with, what is that? That's an Aerosmith song, right? That's you're gonna. Well, I'm gonna finish writing that with you. He goes, No, no, I wrote that with Carrie, and it's coming out in a week. So this is one of those, one of those moments. And then I met her, and it's all over after that. Once I looked into her eyes, I was like, Please. Then she opened her mouth and sang, and she's that good. I just love singing. Man, that was a rambling interview. Hey, I want to give a big shout out to uh, to Liz uh, in the chat room who like listens to every one of these shows. Very much appreciated. She was the uh, uh, the uh, guest in the chat room early in the show. She was listening on her iPhone and she came in to guest, but she was able to sign in as herself. So, so hi, Liz. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening tonight. Um, Hello, thank you. Liz for CPS, uh, right? Liz for CPS. Liz for yes, CPS. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what's your take on the Steven Tyler thing? I mean, I was, you know, I mean, it's, I didn't really care that much about. It. I mean, I, I mean, it didn't really upset me that much, and I don't think, I think it's well, the same. I mean, I didn't think he did that bad. I mean, well, you know, when I was looking for the video because I hadn't seen him sing, I just heard about it, right? So, you know, I was looking on YouTube, and I ended up finding. A, a few different ones from other sporting events that he sang the national anthem. And I found one from 20, 2004, 2004, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> singing in, I guess, the World Series. And when he sang, I thought it sounded better than this last one he did. And you could tell it was more that Steven Tyler rocker, ah, you know, type thing. Yeah, and exactly. It sounded, 
to me it sounded awesome and and the crowd loved it but uh uh this one I, you know i didn't think it was as good but i didn't think it was terrible and i think you know people get so touchy when it comes to national anthem i mean it's not like, for instance, when Ro- Roseanne Barr sang it, remember when Roseanne Barr sang it and she sang it bad because she knew she sang bad and she sang it as a joke to make it sound bad. To me, that's more right. disrespectful because she was purposely screwing it up. If, exactly. if somebody, if, if you're a real singer and you're really out there putting your heart and soul into it and you mess up a note or you hit the wrong note, you know, people get mad at you. Well, then you go up there and sing it, Mr. Perfect or Miss Perfect or whoever the hell you think you are. You know, if he he felt like he was doing his best, he wanted to do his best, he loves this country, he was not dissing on the national anthem. If you don't like the way he sing it, put some earplugs in your freaking ears, you know. Just put your fingers in your ears. Don't listen. <laughs> it's like, gee, right. you know, and... And, and I mean, and, you know, also it's like when people forget the words, you know, that, yeah, that looks worse too. But I can also in a way understand it because you think, God, that's got to be so nerve wracking to go out there and have to sing in front of a huge crowd of people, sing the national anthem, because it's kind of like, you know, if you screw it up, it's like sacrilege, right? You know? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. In, the, in those big stadiums, I mean, the, 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 don't they put it up like on the jumbotron or something like that to, to help out the, the singer? I mean, they don't you think they would usually have that to help them out? Well, they should, but you know, if people forget it, I'm thinking that that at those times they don't have it unless the person's too dumb to read it. You know, I mean, <laughs> right, right. I would, but you know, if if let's say they don't have that and they, you know, they mess up the words, you know. Okay, well, I, yeah, that's kind of bad. But then I feel bad for him because you know that they may have knew, known that song backwards and forwards, but were so nervous that their mind just stopped for a second and, you know, they kind of forgot right. it. But as far as Steven Tyler, you know, they don't like the way he sang it, get over it, you know? <laughs> get over it. I mean, please. It's not like, oh, that's just so irritating. It's like people always have to, to judge, and they always got to say something about somebody else, like they're perfect. Yeah. Um, well, with, the, with six minutes left, uh, uh, I wanted to get your, your take on it. You've been following the American Idol uh, this season, or not really, or, or what do you Well, you I, I have. Normally, I don't like the, the beginning auditions where they go city to city, but there's usually nothing else on. So, and I do like to, the only reason I like to watch it is because I like to see, you know, in the beginning when I have favorites, I usually notice them from that first audition. And that almost every time I pick someone I love, they're in at least the top twelve. You know, I know how to pick winners. Okay, and I've already I've picked my winner for this year. If, if he doesn't win the whole thing, he's at least going to be up there way up there. And it's funny because his name is Philip Philip. <laughs> but he's so hot and he's such a good singer and so sexy that I can forgive him for his name being Philip Philip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, they showed, you know, they showed this little like little thing on him where they showed his parents and stuff and his dad was Philip Philip senior. 
So I'm thinking his dad must have gone through ribbing and in school and stuff. Why would he do this to his son? Whenever, you know, whenever I see people do that, like Richard Richards or something like that, when they do that to their kid, it annoys me. Like, what's the point? You want to be different? No, you're just being ridiculous. You're not being different. (laughs) You're just getting him set up to be beat up is is what, uh, what you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, that's but awful. no, really awesome. I, I really like this guy, and uh, but he's like, you know, there was a couple of other people that sort of stood out for me, but I have a feeling that this year is going to be really not that good. I just have not been as into it. I have not been as impressed. In fact, what I heard is that they also went to New Jersey, but they're not even showing that audition oh, okay. because it was that bad. So they're going straight to Hollywood next week. There was still a New Jersey stop, but they're not showing it. And so they're going. They're finally starting the Hollywood round next week. But I did get spoilers on the Internet, and they're not always right when it comes to reality shows, but if it's right, for sure, Philip Phillips is one of the top 24. So mm. they're... Okay. Once they get to the top 24, that's when America starts voting. And then, like, like, they'll knock off four people at a time and then two people at a time, and then they get to the top 12, and that's the that's the meat and potatoes right there. If you can make it to the top 12, that's where it's all at. And Maybe, maybe I'll start watching, and then we can talk about it on the show here or something like that. Mark my word, Philip Phillips will go far. Philip Phillips <laughs> will go far. Very far in this contest. If he does not win the whole thing. Oh, wow. He's only 21. So I, Or maybe he's... No, he's not 20. I will pray to God he's 21 because I feel kind of bad saying like he's hot. Like, I know he's like legal and everything, but that's so cougarish of me. I mean, I'm such a cougar for this guy. He's you are a cougar, but it, but you're you're not like Demi Moore. I mean, come on. Uh, well, let me see. He's what nineteen years? I mean, something like that. Years younger yeah. than me. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't believe you're doing the math. Oh wow! Uh, doing the math. Uh, no, but I mean, see, like uh... he's, he's a good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy, and he has a lot of talent. Uh, we got two minutes left here. Um. How, how far is Austin from where you're at there, Kat? Driving, it's about four and a half hours. Four oh. and a half, five hours. Yeah. How far is Corpus? Like two hours. Okay. Um, the reason I ask is that I, uh, I, people have been asking me to speak, and, and uh, it may be in that area somewhere, but I don't want to get you all excited because they're just, kind of just kind of flirting with me right now <laughs> saying oh, oh we may wow. want you to come out we may not we don't know so that's telling me i'm not like the a-list person i'm like the z-list person so if everybody no. like above me cancels or doesn't want to go then i may be in the state of texas sometime in this year well you're a-list in my book and because you're dr a-list and I hope you go. 
I hope you go to Carcass Christi because I would love to see you. That's only two hours away. <laughs> okay, but if go it's to Austin, Carcass Christi. Go if it's Austin, we'll have to work out some kind of deal or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have yeah, to drive south. You'll have to fall. drive north or something like that. You know what I mean? If what? If, if it's like Austin, then then I you know I would I'd have to drive south or you'd have to drive north and you know we'd have to try to try to meet up somewhere. What do you think? That sounds good to me. You. Uh, what did you call yourself at the beginning of the show? <laughs> the bad boy. I'm the bad boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds good to me, bad boy. Who's the bad boy? <laughs> uh, we got 10 seconds left. So, hey, thanks, everybody, for joining me. Um, I think I'm going to have a show tomorrow night, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. So uh, check me out there. I have no idea. I have no guests. I'm just going to be chatting. Uh, so hope you can join me then. Uh, Kat, as always, thank you so much. Uh and I'll have to let you know about next week uh, to see what my schedule is. But uh, are, are you working next week? Are you free next week? What's your what's your schedule there? Uh, I think I'm working, but I could call in at nine on the okay. dotted line. Okay. I think I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being such a nerd tonight. I have been such. Oh. This is the nerdiest I've ever been. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, hey, say goodnight, Kat. We're uh, we're done, and uh, I'm going to go and take a nap now. So, uh, hey, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And, uh, Kat, as always, thank you so much for just being awesome again tonight. Thank you, darling. You're awesome as well. Good night, everyone. Uh, good night, everybody. FamilyMedicineRocks.com, and uh, check me out there. So, good night from Columbus, Ohio. Hey, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.